You know, when I look around at all the entrepreneurs who are grinding it out, spending 70 to 80 hours per week growing their business, you have to ask yourself the question, at what cost? Hi, my name is Tim Uchuk, and in this podcast, we're going to be exploring the tools, tactics, and strategies for crushing it and scaling your business without making the ultimate sacrifice of your time and freedom. Hey, what's up, guys? Tim here on a beautiful Friday afternoon. It's actually not afternoon. It's quarter to noon. Uh, We just got out of our Friday coaching call, and I'm on my way to, uh, this is embarrassing, but uh, I'm just now getting our boat winterized, and it's January, believe it or not. (laughs) So I'm going to pick up our boat, um, and thought I would hop on here, and I want to talk to you today in the uh, podcast on a, a strategy that um, will immediately inject stability into your business, into your teams. And uh, just to give you context, we chatted about it. We, we probably chat about it uh, almost every coaching call because it's, it's such an important strategy that so many business owners don't take advantage of. And before I get into, into this strategy for injecting stability into your business, into your teams, um, let's take a step back and, and talk about the why. And if you imagine hitting the fast forward button, you know, three, four, five years go by, and this notion of, of transforming your business into a sellable asset is, is kind of what we're talking about in terms of the why, in terms of the importance of setting systems like the one I'm going to share with you up and putting them in place, is let's, let's talk about a sellable asset, and let's imagine you know, the time comes in five, six, seven, 10, 20 years where you want to have the option on the table to sell your business. And the question is, what are you selling? What is, what is this, this, um, this entity that you call your business worth? Uh, and if you look through the eyes of somebody, you know, potentially who were to buy your business, not, not that you necessarily want to buy it, but to have the option um, requires for us to think through what in the heck we have to offer in the future if, if this scenario were to arise. And typically when you're valuing a, a business, you look at things like the assets, not only the physical assets, but the customer list is an asset. Any contracts, recurring contracts uh, in terms of your, uh, your receivables um, are, are assets as well, right? Your team, your culture, there's some blue sky potentially with your culture and you know your, the recognition of your brand etc your market share etc etc right so when you're having a conversation and, and pretend you're having this conversation and you know years into the future and you're describing to them you know what your business is worth and why it's worth that you want to be able to hand over something that's a well-oiled machine ultimately because that's going to lead to you know more blue sky it's going to lead to uh, a higher uh, uh, multiplier in terms of how you value your your business, and ultimately the the benefits of having a quote unquote sellable asset is um, it's going to be easy for you to run and operate. In which case there might not even be a necessity to even think about selling it because uh, if you enjoy it and it generates an income and, and profits for you, then uh, you've got uh, you've got a good thing on your hands regardless either way. So this is what we want to set up. I'm going to talk about a strategy uh, which is known as leader standard work, leader standard work, LS 
W. And what what in the heck is leader standard work? And I'm going to start with a uh, an analogy so that you can wrap your head around this. And um, let's let's talk about your one of the assets in your business in in this future conversation, which would be all of your standards, all of your tribal knowledge, how you do things, how you um, how you turn strangers into clients, how you um, deliver your product or your service. All of your standard operating procedures would be uh, that would be your tribal knowledge. This would be one of those things that you would be handing over, which is your business system, essentially. Right. And so here's here's the gap where most people um, fall short and they don't recognize is most most people will tell you you have to set up your your SOPs, your, your processes so that you can, number one, have a single source of truth. Everybody agrees. This is how we do. Um, all the activities within our our business, you have a single source of truth. Um, but also, uh, you have a uh, an an asset that you in the future you can say, here's how we here's how we run our business, right? And you can point to something that's not just in your in your head. Now, where most people fall short is they document, and oftentimes they'll create something like a a big binder, a big SOP binder. They'll be proud of it. And then they'll find in a, in a couple months that this is it's gathering dust and nobody's paying attention to it. Most of the SOPs are now uh, stale and they're out of date. They're obsolete. And, um, geez, we put in all this work and we don't have a lot to show for it now. So leader standard work is if you think about when you buy a car, for example, think about a car, you um, the, the manufacturer, if it's a, a Ford or a Tesla, whatever the vehicle is. Um, they build this thing and you, you buy it off the lot, but now you have to maintain and sustain it so that uh, your asset is taken care of in the long run, right? So there's this there's kind of a two-phase process um, in that example where, you know, the first phase is, is the manufacturer builds the car and, uh, and you acquire it. The second phase is you now have to maintain and sustain it. And the same is true for your, your SOPs in that documenting them is, is one thing, but how do we make sure that they're maintained and they're actually followed and, and people are compliant to them in in, uh, in the long run, right? So there's this piece of sustaining them and ensuring that your team is compliant to them, if that makes sense, right? So you build this SOP binder and then it just sits there and nothing's done with it. So leader standard work is a, this is the maintain uh, piece, kind of like uh, with, with your car, you got to maintain the the maintenance, the changing of the oil, rotating of, of the tires, etc. And so for leader standard work, it's it's kind of like your day-to-day operational process for, for running um, all of your, your systems uh, within all the different teams in your business on a day-to-day basis. And I'll give you a couple of concrete examples of, of what it is and how we deploy it. And I'll start with um, leader standard work within the context of my truck body uh, service business so so people come to us they've got a damaged truck body or one of the accessories like the tailgate is is damaged it needs some repair and so we have processes in place for for how to execute a a basic repair etc but the day-to-day operation of that shop we have something called leader standard work and um, the leader part means that the leader of the uh, of our service department has a daily list of items that he has to do every single day to make sure that things don't slip through the cracks. So we're actually um, we're we're uh, operating the company in a healthy way. All the systems are healthy every day. 
So picture a, a checklist that is, you print it out, it's the same routine every day, and this is what they do. It's, it's their leader standard work. And whether they're doing it or anybody else running the day-to-day -day operations can run through this list of, of things to do in a day, and the, uh, the result will be a, a, healthy, um, a healthy day, a healthy um, day in the life of your operation. So what we have is, in this example, the, um, the service manager, first thing in the morning, there's the morning huddle. And in that morning huddle, they review all the jobs, who's doing what, they identify any roadblocks, any questions, get those things out of the way. If there's any parts to be ordered, they review that. So a series of, of um, checks, that's the morning huddle agenda. And then mid-morning, there is a, and then there's another meeting internally with the parts department um, Etc. to to make sure that that uh, uh, progress is being made there, and this is all reflected on this checklist. A day in the life. Um, what does the ideal day look like for this person who is in charge of this department? Right. Mid morning, there's a there's a, a check of the plan versus actual. So they do a walkabout, and they check plan versus actual of all the jobs that we're working on, so that uh, the day doesn't pass by and somebody doesn't say, oh shoot, I forgot to let you know that this job has been sitting for eight hours now. So they proactively mid-morning, it's part of their leader standard work, they will check in on all the jobs and make sure that we're still on track. And then there's a midday, same deal. There's a mid-afternoon, same deal. Um, and they, you know, part of that is follow up with the customers, make sure that they're in the loop, et cetera, et cetera. So imagine the, the perfect day within your team and whoever's in charge of that team um, listing out you know first thing in the morning what are the things that that should be done on that perfect day to make sure that things don't slip through the cracks mid-morning uh, you know at the end of the day plan for tomorrow so that would that would mean uh, making sure that everybody is is uh, you know there's no vacations etc if there are we've accounted for it we've adjusted our schedule accordingly so you're really engineering the perfect day for that team, and then um, you're deploying it in the form of a checklist. Now, when we first started doing this, we, we simply used a, a checklist template. We created it in, uh, in a spreadsheet, um, and we printed it out, and every day they would just start a new one. And, and the beauty is if, if they were sick or away, they would just hand this off to, to plan B. And we would know and have peace of mind that the day-to-day -day was running smoothly because of this thing called leader standard work. So I hope this makes sense. This is where you're actually deploying a lot of your processes in, in the, in, um, the day-to-day operations beyond just an SOP binder. You're actually deploying it in a way, and this is, this is like your standard uh, operating procedure for a day in the life within a, a certain team. Now, another example, so we started with paper. We now do it digitally. And I'll give you one more concrete example here, and then we'll we'll wrap up. So, in terms of think about in within the context of a salesperson, and a salesperson, if we were to engineer a perfect day in the life for a sales team member, think about their daily activities and think about the tools that that your typical salesperson uses, and what would a perfect day look like for this this salesperson? I would imagine to keep the systems healthy, the tools healthy, etc. Um, there's a 
they would have to go into the CRM, so this, your uh, customer relationship management. This is where you manage your pipeline, right? All of your deals, your opportunities. So I would imagine every day they are jumping in, looking at all their deals and making sure that um, all the deals are in the correct stages and all the deals have a next action, ideally. Uh, if they're one, they've been moved to one. If they're lost, they've been moved to lost. I would imagine this should be done daily, not weekly. If it happens weekly, then they're going to batch it and, uh, you know, potentially forget, in which case your the system that they use is going to be, it's never going to reflect reality. So a perfect day in the life for a sales team member means that they have, uh, they've updated all of their deals, all of their next actions, etc. All of the deals, I would imagine, um, have notes behind them. So you have context in case they have to go away on vacation. If they have any reporting, make sure that the reporting has been done on a daily. If they have an inbox, I would probably have a step that makes sure their inbox is updated on a daily basis, cleared. And so this would be a, this would be a step every single day in this team, every team member in your sales department clears the inbox, updates the CRM, uh, updates their reporting, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right? So this is like we're engineering the perfect day. If everything else went awry and they got these things done, it would be a good day for this for this team member. So we create this this thing called leader standard work and it eliminates all of that gray, all of the black and white. So everybody's clear. Here's the responsibilities. Here's the, the must do things on a daily. It's going to give you peace of mind and and um, and the ability to not have to micromanage, by the way. If these things are in place and they're transparent, you can see them. You can make sure that they're being done. It eliminates the need for you to have to micromanage, right? Because you're, you've engineered the perfect day, and all you need to know is that this this uh, checklist is being followed. And if it's being followed, then you have you can sleep well at night, right? And there's no ambiguity on on their part either. You guys have agreed. Um, and by the way, a tip: if you are to to create this stuff, create it with them. Um, they are the stakeholders, and if you want them to have a sense of ownership in this. Um, Involve them in the process so that they can be a stakeholder. And if they have a part of the creation of this, then they have a sense of ownership for this, which means your buy-in is going to be much higher. So I always like to include all stakeholders when we develop this stuff. So it's not a top-down, here, do this, uh, do as I say. Um, and then it's, you know, management has come up with this new thing and blah, 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 what's it about? If you create them in the, in the creation process, it's going to be much, much, much um, easier for you. So that's a that's a tip on the change management side, but um, this is this is something called leader standard work, and if you can imagine in the future, if you get this um, digitized, if you can imagine this, I can. This is how I'm able to run teams remotely because number one, we've engineered across all of the teams what does a great day look like, and then we've turned it into a checklist. And that happens every single day, every single week. We deploy this thing called leader standard work every single day, every single week. And we can track it because it's transparent. And everybody's happy. Uh, everybody's on the same page. It's black and white. Uh, things don't slip through the cracks. There's no blame game, no politicking in terms of sweeping things under the rug. And it makes for a much healthier organization. And getting back to the why, we talked about a sellable asset. Imagine handing over your business or imagine you're buying a business 
that not only has their their knowledge um, tribal knowledge documented but they have this thing you're you're describing or somebody's describing to you if you're buying a business not only do we have our our uh, tribal knowledge documented but we have a system in place to make sure that people are compliant on a daily day-to-day basis so if you're wanting to check in on any aspect of our business you'll be able to do so uh, by just checking out this this thing that we have in place, which is called Leader Standard Work. Um, imagine the value there, having that conversation, either if you're the buyer or the seller. Lots and lots of value there, right? It's going to lead to stability in the long run. It's going to lead to um, your, your um, reputation. Things aren't going to slip through the cracks, so your reputation is going to benefit as well because the experience to your clients, if you have this stuff in place, is going to be much, much more consistent, much more reliable, and imagine the blue sky and the value when it comes to your business and, and your operating system from that standpoint. So anyways, I'm at the boat place here. I hope that was useful. Um, hope you enjoy the rest of your day uh, whenever you're listening to this. Uh, otherwise, I will catch you guys soon. Hey, Tim Uchuck here. And real quick, if you enjoyed this podcast episode, if you could take a couple quick seconds to give it a rating, it would be very much appreciated. And secondly, if you're looking for more tools and strategies on how you can crush it in life and business, just head on over to bookwithtim.com where I've put together a free case study which shows you how to unlock unprecedented freedom today by using the two power levers. Just head on over to bookwithtim.com. Until next time, wishing you success and freedom in your business. Cheers.